You're listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. Today, we're taking a look at the adversity we can all encounter during Advent and the biblical foundation for overcoming it. Today's short scripture reflection comes from Pastor Ben Stewart. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to round five of our special Advent series in the Passion Daily Podcast, The Advent in Adversity, The 12 Fights of Christmas. And I don't know about you what your favorite Jesus movie is. There's so many of them out there, and I don't know which one maybe you grew up watching or enjoy watching now, but I'll make a prediction about it. Uh, Our Bible has four Gospels that tell the story of Jesus, and two of them tell the story of the birth of Christ. And I predict that whatever Jesus movie is your favorite one, its birth account of Jesus is an amalgam of those two accounts, which there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, We do that with our modern nativity scenes. Uh, We just kind of squish the two stories together. There's wise men in there and shepherds, and then every now and again a drummer boy sneaks in, and we just kind of mix in these stories. But, But the reality is there's two Gospels that present the story of Jesus' birth, and they do it in two very different ways. And there's something about that. If you read the Gospel of Luke, Luke's whole account of the birth of Jesus is filled with hope and wonder and humor and joy. You get Zacharias being foretold that he's going to have a boy that will be the forerunner of Jesus, and there will be joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, and Zacharias doesn't understand how that's going to work, and so the angel says, well, then you can't talk for a while, and it plays with a bit of humor, but Mary gets a similar presentation from an angel. She believes. And so she hurries to go visit Elizabeth. And when she sees Elizabeth, the gospel of Luke plays out like a musical. She sees Elizabeth's pregnant. She realizes she's pregnant. They realize God's on the move. Elizabeth cries out with a loud voice. Blessed are you among women. Mary cries out in response. My soul exalts in the Lord and my spirit is rejoiced in God, my savior. And so they start both celebrating. Elizabeth tells her when the baby in my womb heard your greeting, he leapt in my womb for joy. So Elizabeth's celebrating, Mary's celebrating, little fetus John the Baptist is celebrating. Everybody's happy talking about God is up to something where he's going to fill the hungry with good things. He's going to bring his mercy on generations of those who fear him. So much excitement. And even when the birth of John the Baptist happens, his dad can't speak. And so they're about to name him something else. And then suddenly his dad can speak and says, name him John. And you see all the people are confused and it, it plays like a musical. You can almost hear the beginnings of a song of John that's not a name in their family. John, what kind of boy will this be? And you just get this excitement in Luke. There's so much wonder and surprise. And Jesus is called the sunrise that is coming to visit us in the darkness. And it ends with the shepherds having angels surround them and saying, I'm bringing you good news of great joy for all people. All the way through the account in Luke's gospel, you get wonder and beauty and joy. And there's a purpose to that. The arrival of Jesus in a human story brings great joy. And some of you know that when you came to faith in Jesus, it brought you so much joy. You're like Augustine who said, Jesus, you took the place of all the delights I feared to lose. You who are the true sovereign joy. Some of you have known the thrill of coming to know Jesus. He is the sunrise uh, that rose in your darkness. And let me tell you, if you don't know Jesus, that's our hope for you, that he is the light by which we see all other things. And there's great joy when you come to faith in Jesus. Christmas is filled with joy. And yet Matthew tells the story very differently. 
Matthew, when Joseph finds out that Mary's pregnant, you get pain and disappointment. He intends to divorce her, but he wants to do it quietly because if the people find out she's pregnant, she might get murdered and you get shame and isolation. But an angel tells him not to leave her, so he decides to stay with her. But then they go to Bethlehem, and as they do that, King Herod finds out about the prophecy about this child, and it says it troubles him and all Jerusalem with him. He feels threatened by the arrival of a rival king, and so he goes and slaughters the children of Bethlehem. The magi, the wise men, we see them come and worship the king, but we usually leave out at the part where they have to flee in terror from the wrath of Herod. Joseph is warned again in a dream, hey, you have to rise up and go. And he flees in the night to Egypt to hide. And when he comes back, Herod's son, who's just as dangerous as him, is in command. And he has to sneak them in to Nazareth. You see that all through Matthews, the arrival of Jesus in a human story brings pain, brings turmoil, brings difficulty. And let me tell you, some of you know that very well, too that maybe you came to Christ, and I saw this so often with college students, they would come to faith in Christ, were so excited, they would tell their family about it, and their family didn't rejoice with them. There was difficulty. Or maybe some of you, your allegiance to Jesus means you're saying no to things you used to do, and so maybe some friends aren't calling you anymore. Or maybe a dating relationship had to end, and that's heartbreaking. Sometimes the arrival of Jesus brings great joy. Sometimes it's great pain. And let me tell you something. Both happen here in our nativity stories of Jesus because both are true. The human stories playing out with joy and pain commingled. True in Jesus' arrival, true in your life, and your allegiance to Jesus will bring you both joy and pain expected. But if you're like, well, Ben, why is this good news? Let me close with this. It's, it's interesting. As you look at what's happening through that story, uh, why the virgin birth? I mean, that was such a difficult thing for Joseph to deal with and Mary, the disappointment. And yet we find out that it fulfilled Isaiah 7. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and will bear a son and call his name Emmanuel, God with us. It had to be that way to show us this is God with us. They had to take that difficult donkey ride down to Bethlehem. Why? To fulfill Micah 5 too. That from Bethlehem, the land of Judah, a ruler will rise who will shepherd my people. They had to flee to Egypt. Why? Because to fulfill Hosea 11, out of Egypt I call my son, that Jesus would recapitulate all the pain of his people as they were in Egypt and had to come out and be freed. So Jesus would go to Egypt and come out and be freed. Even the death in Bethlehem fulfilled Jeremiah 31, 15. So wherever you are in this holiday season, you might be experiencing great joy, and I hope you are, and I hope this is a thrilling season, or you might be in a more Matthew-sized Christmas season where there's a lot of pain. But in either of those, what you can see in Jesus' story is in the joy and in the pain, there's great purpose. That none of the difficulty that Joseph and Mary faced was in vain or worthless. It was all fulfilling a divine plan to associate with us in our pain and to redeem us out of it. So wherever you are in the season, in joy or in pain, you can know God has purpose. He doesn't waste the tears or pain of his saints, but you can follow him. You can trust him because into the darkness, a light is shown and he took on the difficulty we experience so he could redeem us and all that we've been through. He entered our pain and brought hope and light. He can do that again for you this holiday season. There's joy, there's pain, and there's purpose great purpose. If you trust a God who sent Jesus in his day, you can trust him wherever he is sending you in your day. And we're praying with you all along the way. We'll see you next time.
Thanks for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast wherever you stream it. You can also subscribe to the Passion City Church and Passion City Church DC podcasts for our full messages every Monday.